Hello, 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 and welcome back to Love Yours. Thank you for following, listening, sharing, all of the above. I really do appreciate it. I hope that Love Yours is helping you put that love back into you, helping you through your healing process. And if it's not helping you, I hope that you're able to share it with someone who is going through the healing process and maybe having some hard times or just share it with anybody that you may know. You never know what people are going through and the trauma that they have dealt with and what level of life that they're in. We all deserve self-love. How can we expect someone to love us if we don't love ourselves? Hey, and let me remind y'all that love yours is not just for women. This is for men and women. We all deserve self-love. Like, self-love isn't just men and women thing. We all deserve to love ourselves. Come on now, it's so witty. I got to get the men and the women. I don't want nobody ever thinking that I'm just out here for women. I'm out here for us all. We all deserve self-love. Uh, I want to apologize because this episode was supposed to drop last night and it didn't. I ended up having family night, so you know. But hey, push come to shove is, is dropping tonight and we're going to piggyback off of Thursday night's episode. Thursday night's episode is where we, I talked about suffering from physical abuse in the home from a parent or a sibling. Tonight, I want to get more on the domestic violence side. Get in a relationship where you are being physically abused. For me personally, I've been in a couple, you know, and as I'm going through the healing process, I'm understanding a lot of why I stayed in the situations and why I thought that it was okay or why I just didn't even have the strength in me to even fight back. I never really had a backbone, never really had that courage or that strength, never was really, you know, never really had it growing up. So, you know, it's just, it is what it is. So, for me personally, I had a relationship that I was in, and actually two, where my the gun was put to my head. Like, it, it's serious out here. Dudes are really crazy. And my first relationship where it was a domestic violence situation, I was young, dumb. What the old folks say, young, dumb, and full of cum, basically. And you would, if you really, like, for real, for real, I'm going to be real serious and be real, real with y'all. I didn't even want to be with dude, but I stayed with dude because he was my son's father. You know what I'm saying? But I was never, like, when I got, when I started messing with him, we was just, like, in my mind, we was just fucking. He was, look, excuse my friends. Well, you know, we was just having sex. So, when we, you know, got to, he was the one calling me baby, telling me you love me, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I was a little skeptical on calling the little baby. So, we finally got together or whatever, and... It seemed like stuff just kind of went left. And when stuff was going left, I really didn't have, like, no support or nothing like that. And I really, like, I'm, I'm going to be real honest. I was real dumb. Like, he put his hands on me multiple times. He even put his hands on my mama. And it was just like, everybody always be like, damn, is the dick, the, the dick is that good? No, the dick ain't that good. And that was not the case in that situation. It was more so like, Stay because I wanted my son to have his father because it's something that I never had. I stayed because 
I was afraid to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, people always be like, it couldn't be me. Like, you don't know what it could have been. Like, and a lot of stuff I was really dumb to that I really became knowledgeable about, you know, over the present year. But anyway, he would hit me, you know, he even put a gun to my head before in our apartment. Like, all kind of crazy stuff. Like, I'm talking about taking this nigga down. All type of stuff. And in my mind, I thought that that was love. Because all I ever knew what love was, was being abused. Abuse was love to me growing up. So, when I got with him, I thought it was love because he was abusing me. And little did I know, I was being mentally destroyed. I was being physically destroyed. Like, I was just being destroyed as a human being. And it took me down. You know, I had my son. And when I had my son, I was on straight grind mode. Um, I went back to school, like I stayed at school, stayed at work, you know, and doing all of this. And so I'm expect see that's the one thing that's that's one thing that I learned about me. I expect people to be like me and I had to stop and realize that I can't continue to expect everyone to be like me. So I expected him to be a father and I expected him to do the things that he needed to do as far as my son is concerned. Like, I expected him to teach him the things that he needed to be taught. And now that I'm, you know, healing and I'm, and I'm learning things from a different perspective, I know that he couldn't teach my son because he was never taught. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I stayed in a relationship with him for a while. I, my son was born in 2009. We was, we was together with 2007, 2000. No, 2008. We started talking in 2007. We got together in 2008. Eight. Um, I didn't leave until like 2014. It was always off and on, like didn't know that he was on drugs or anything like that. But he was like, "Whoop my ass!" and thought the shit was okay. And like I said, I was young and I mean, it really like messed me up because. As I'm becoming more of myself and more of a woman, I never would have took that. You're right. I would not have taken that. But at that time, I was weak. I was vulnerable. I was messed up mentally. So I thought that it was okay. Like, my son needed his daddy. And I felt I was the type that would feel bad. But I had to think about myself. Put myself to the side. And really think about how... How can I be how can I be a better person and be a good mom that I want to be if I'm allowing this to go on? This is not making me happy. That was like the first step. You know, letting go of the situation finally, like after multiple times, I finally let go. And I was real angry about how I let go. Um, the nigga went to jail. He blew on my phone up and all he was talking about was getting them out in time, you know. I we're going through shit like nigga, we didn't almost got put out. I didn't have to call my brother, ask my brother for money to pay our rent or our light bill and stuff like that. Like, I'm holding all the weight. And you want to be mad at me because I don't got money to get you out of jail or I don't got money to put on your books. So, Pete Dane, me and my son, goes to visit him. He looks at me like I had shit on my face. After everything that I've done, that I had did for this man, he looked at me like I had shit on my face. So... I was like, I don't know what what came about me, what happened, but it was, I'm done. Take the shit and go. The nigga was mad. And it is what it is. We never really squashed the beef between us. 
We never really, he never really apologized for anything that he's ever done. He just acts as though it like it didn't happen. You know, nothing ever happened in a relationship where everything was just peaches and cream. When I tell you, I literally just worked and went to school, came home. So this nigga had my, I was one of the ones where he dropped me off to work in my car. And gas be gone in my car all day. Like, you, you ain't put no gas in here. Or, you know, just all kind of shit. That was me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat nothing. He was dropping me off at work and not going to work. Lying to people, telling people about him. Like, all kind of stuff. Like, it was just really, really traumatizing. So I finally left. And when I finally left, it was like a breath of fresh air. Because I didn't have to worry anymore about, like, if he's going to hit me, if I, you know, if this go wrong or... Like, he would do, like, certain shit, like, he was in a fucked up mood, he'll get mad and put his hands on me, all type of stuff. So, I felt at ease at that time. And as I went through the chilling process, I learned that you attract the people that you're used to. You attract people that you're used to until you get to where you need to be. So, until I get to where I need to be, I'm going to continue to attract people that I'm used to. People that I don't need. And that's something that I had to learn. So we're going to fast forward to the second one. Who was domestic? This little, little nigga is, listen, I don't even, I try, I'm trying to refrain from cussing, so that's why I be like, excuse my French and, you know, stuff like that. But when talking about this, it's real serious. So you're going to hear me drop a few bombs and I apologize ahead of time. But my second, my younger two kids, their dad, I started messing with him. And it was also on some just messing around stuff. Like, I really wasn't trying to be in a relationship. Like, I knew I wasn't happy with myself. I had suffered from postpartum with my son. So, I, you know, I've always loved myself. But it's always been so easy for me to slip into depression or me to feel bad about certain situations and certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, fast forward to my second kid's daddy. Now, this Negro, I got pregnant with my son. He said he didn't want, like, he was like, so what you gonna do about it? I was like, uh, keep the baby. Like, mind you, I'm five years older than you. I'm like, keep the baby. I'm gonna be responsible enough to take care of my child. Like, you don't gotta be here and do whatever you wanna do. Nobody forces me to stay. He stayed. Eventually, we ended up moving in. You know, one thing went to another. I guess he got put out of one big child. I don't know what the situation was. I really don't care. But all I know is that he would put his hands on me. But him, like, I would mess him up back. Like, because you got me messed up. You not, like, I didn't already been traumatized with this other dude. I didn't already been traumatized with this other dude. You not about to traumatize me no more. So, I'm fighting back with this nigga. I'm talking about one time he tried to get on top of me and put his hands on me. I'm going to grab his ball and he was tear. I'm talking about skin, all of that missing. You got me messed up, like, at this point. So, it was like a, the cycle continued on because this was somebody that I did not need to be with. Like, this was somebody who my hurt self was attracted to. My hurt self didn't need this person, but I was blind to the fact, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, he's my son's daddy. He do whoop de whoop whoop whoop. You know, making excuses for the nigga, all types of stuff. 
song got pretty ugly. It really got out of hand. I ended up getting put out of my place or whatever, you know, and I would make trips back and forth to Liberty just to see my face. Like, it was real serious. Let's fast forward to, uh, I got pregnant with my guy. Like, we didn't even, like, we would get into, like, little scruffles and fist fights and stuff like that when I was pregnant. Not when I was pregnant, but after my first son. But, baby, when I got pregnant with my daughter, Cuz did a whole 360 on me. Like, got to act funny, got to treat me different. And me, I'm the type that when you make me mad, there, I go black. Like, now I want your head. Like, I was, like, I burnt the dude clothes because he was on bullcrap. He come to my house. Put his hands on me. I still have the picture. Like, put his hands on me to where I'm talking about black eye, faces swole, lips, all that. Busted the window out. He busted windows out of my car. Had bitches in my car. Like, all type of stuff. So, baby, when I tell you, you can make it through anything, you can make it through anything. He literally made me feel less of a woman. He even tried to put his hands on my son. Like, it was real serious. It was so crazy is that even after he put his hands on me, I still kept fucking with this man. Like, not as much as I was, but to get my rocks off, I was screwing from time to time. Then it got to a point to where he made me feel disgusted. Then he got, like, if, if you know me personally, then you know, like, I have, like, premonitions. So, like, I know when things are going to happen before they happen. So I would, like, have premonitions or dreams about Cubs catching AIDS. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, it's time for you to go. So it was 2018, I want to say. It was last year, I'm not sure. So I had my daughter in 17. So right after I had my daughter, it was a wrap. Because when I moved, after he had put his hands on me, and I moved or whatever, he, I started talking to somebody else. We had been done. I guess one of my homegirls had told him, like, yeah, she talked to somebody else. Woo, 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 woo. And this nigga got mad, came to my house, pulled a gun on me in front of my son, in front of his son and my daughter. And thought that shit was cool. I was already done. Like, but that right there was like, you, you don't even see your kids. So, for you to even be on bullcrap like this and then try to make it seem like it's my fault. That's what really kind of messed me up is that you try to make it seem like you don't see your kids because of me. When you don't see your kids because of you. But you put your hands on me multiple times. Like, you disrespected me multiple times and I still let you be in their life. But when you pull this act and you say, fuck my kids and how you gonna kill my kids and all this in the third. You will never see them again. Like, you better hope you see them on holidays and birthdays. Because at this point, you got me. I don't trust you. When I say my trust issues are so messed up from just these two dudes in particular, because you can say something in a high-pitched voice and that's going to trigger me to think that you're about to put your hands on me. You get loud with me, I'm quick to draw my gun because I think you're about to put your hands on me. 
I should not be so triggered like that. I should not be so messed up in the head thinking that because you didn't laugh with me, you're going to put your hands on me. But that was the case. These niggas was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I was afraid, like, I have one or two friends who know, like, what I was going through. But what the hell could they do? Like, I was afraid to really, like, speak out about it and really talk about it. Like, but I'm talking black eyes, busted lips, all kind of stuff. You shouldn't, that is not love, first and foremost. So if a man tells you he loves you, or if a woman tells you she loves you, and she's putting her hands on you, or he's putting his hands on you, leave. Please leave. Because, or if they, if they make you feel like that, that they're going to put their hands on you, leave. Nobody is worth them tearing you down so bad. I'm talking about, I was tore down for down for the down. I had reached the heaviest I had been in my life, and that was 350 pounds. And if you know me my whole life, then you know that I was always tall, but I never got a stomach until I got pregnant with my son. So for me to get up to 350 pounds, I was so lost. I was so scared. I was so unsure about so much. Like, I swear, even to this day, you can do the slightest little thing, and I'm a flinch. But I don't think I'm a punk, though. Like, my flinching is just because of the reaction that I had. Because it was always a, you never know when you're going to get hit when you're in a domestic violence relationship. When you are with someone who is mentally incapable of loving you because they are mentally incapable of loving themselves. When they feel like putting their hands on you is going to be the result of everything. And if you sit there and you take it time and time again, guess what? They're going to continue to do this stuff. I know so many women who have almost lost their lives due to domestic violence. And it's not, and a lot of times, it's from stuff that they do and try to play victim about. And in other instances, is the dude is, or the female is just crazy. You really got to think about stuff. Because a lot of times, people play victim and be like, oh, he hit me, but you hit him first. You beat him. You did this. Like, what did you do to get him to get to this point? And see, for me, like, people be like, are you, you this, you that, you loud, you like, that's not really me. I'm so quiet. And I'm so chill. Like, I'm, I was so, like, timid and vulnerable and afraid. So they got over on so much. You can't, if you're in a domestic violence relationship right now, I don't care if y'all got kids together. Let that person be the best mother, best father that can be on their own terms. But don't keep messing yourself up inside by allowing them to tear you down every time they make you feel less about yourself when they put their hands on you. It is not okay for someone to sit up there and beat on you because of what? Because they don't have no more coke? Because they're unhappy with their life? Because they're unable to drink? Because they're unable to make ends meet? People make up so many excuses as to why they do the things that they do instead of holding themselves accountable and being real about the situation. Now, I went through this stuff, but I've forgiven them for the things that they've done to me. My oldest son, Daddy, he, I, I feel like my son, he got to a point to where he needed his daddy, and I told him, hey, man, listen, you got going on what you got going on. We're going to squash the stuff that you need to be in your son's life. That's it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? So I can't downplay him for stepping up and, you know, being around my son and doing stuff with my son. 
granted, he may not be the father I expect him to be or the father that I will want him to be, but he is being a father to my son, and that's I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard to raise a young black man these days. As long as you're not disrespecting him and I see the changes in you, like you're not on the same crap that you was on then, then we cool. My other son, my other, my son and my daughter's daddy, he, I for, I have forgiven him, but as far as him being in their lives, that's something that's going to have to come later when he's really mature about the situation. And I'll go in depth about that later, but I have, I had to forgive them in order for me to heal, in order for me to get to where I needed to be. I couldn't keep holding on to that hurt and that pain. Granted, I still have my triggers and I still have my moments, but I'm not as messed up mentally as I was before about the situation. Do not see her and take what somebody is dishing out because they say that they love you when you deserve so much more than what they're giving out. Love is not being beat on. Love is not being manipulated. Love is not being talked down on. Love is not, none of that. None, love is nothing that's going to make you feel less about yourself. Love is going to make you love you for every part of you. Love is going to make you be yourself. Love is going to embrace your true self. Love is going to encourage you and be there for you every step of the way. If you are if you are a victim of previous domestic violence and you're making it out of it and you're healing from it, continue. Continue to tell yourself every day I let that hurt go. I forgive you. Because you can't carry that in your heart and on your shoulders for the rest of your life. You have to do the things necessary for you to get to the step to where you truly love who you are, love being around yourself. You're, you're adapting to people. Um, you're adapting to people who are good for you and not people who throw you off track. Physical, being physically assaulted my whole life has been something that has really torn me down but brought me up at the same time. And granted, it has hurt me tremendously, but it is making me a stronger person. I am healing so that that pain that I endured, I will not take on to my next relationship. Like, you got to heal. You got to let go of it in order for you to make it to that next level, that next step of life. It is not okay to be beat on. It is not okay to be afraid in your own home. If you have someone to speak to, speak to them. If you don't have nobody, I am always available. Like, I have my email. I will drop my email in every single episode that I drop this moment for it. But my email is always open and always available to listen, to talk. Like, no judgment. Be yourself. Like, love and embrace yourself. That's all I want you to do. 
and if you're afraid to speak out about the things that you're going through, if you need resources and you need help, I am here. But do not take less than you deserve for someone else's happiness. You have to get what you deserve by starting to love yourself. I pray that this episode helps you get through and know that you are not alone. But just know that it's not okay. And you got to come up out of it before you end up on the stretcher. And that stretcher can either be going to the hospital or to the corner. And you don't want that to happen. Pick your head up. And I'm always here. But most importantly, love yours. Peace out.